You're listening to a 95 BFM podcast. Any friends, etc., spending more than 30 minutes at the dwelling will need to pay rent. It's a room of one's own with Auckland renters advocate Celine on 95 BFM. We all dance to the jaunty music. <laughs> yeah, more every week. And uh, then we get stuck into the depressing messages. Mordena, Celine, how are you? I'm I'm okay, you know. It's one of those days that really is. <laughs> it's been a long, long week, let's put it like that. And yeah. it's been a long week for some renters in Tamaki Makoto. Uh, our first question comes from someone who says, um, my landlord says it's our responsibility to clean the huge patch of mould we didn't notice was in one of the closets when we moved in. It's massive and we only moved in two weeks ago, so obviously it couldn't have happened in that time alone. Is this on us to sort out? This is a... Uh, I feel like I start every answer being like, this is a tricky one. This is a tricky one. <laughs> None of them seem to have um, straight answers, but uh, mould is definitely framed as one of those things that's a shared responsibility or that the landlord has some responsibility to try and provide a place that won't get mouldy and then the tenants have responsibility to stop the mould or be careful. So whether or not I think that's very just uh, power sharing, there is definitely a shared responsibility there. So often I I know renters have said, you know, we've been told to keep the windows open all winter and, and so things that are kind of uh, great, solution. great solutions don't make sense. I think the first thing I would say is really make sure you do a thorough check of the place before you move in and take photos of things so that if you found that earlier uh, or had evidence that that kind of hadn't been to do with you, you could use that to argue against it. I would still try that, obviously, because you've only just moved in. I would just let your property manager or landlord know as soon as, as, soon as possible that it's there. Um, and then maybe, again, I guess trying to act in good faith and be like how can we medi- mediate this and deal with this if this is something that gets mouldy this mouldy this quick yes there's clearly an issue going on totally also if it's in your wardrobe you yeah. gotta put all your clothes in there it's kind of disgusting no it's disgusting so i would definitely argue it and i would um my own yeah my only thing is that sometimes they that this is a common occurrence that you kind of argued to that you have to clean up and yeah. keep things going but it needs to be something that's possible to keep mold free to start with so um, it's in their best interest as well. Totally. Um, as always, keep it in writing as yeah. well. Keep those conversations in writing so you have a paper trail if you ever do need to escalate it yeah, at any and, point. Yeah, and take photos, have evidence, absolutely. Yeah. Um, what else have we got here, Stella? A good one for keeping things in writing. Someone said, my property manager asked us to sign a new lease with an amendment about a chattel, and when we had a verbal conversation about it confirming we were okay with the changes, she sent a contract with our signatures taken from the original contract is that allowed um i'm not a lawyer but that doesn't seem legal basic contract law there (laughs) that's uh some real big red lights flashing in my head for that one wow is that that copy paste or what is what's happening there (laughs) screenshot (laughs) jeez so no that's not great you can basically if there's an amendment to your lease you have to both agree on it so both parties have to agree on that amendment and you did but if there's an amendment you will have to sign that again Mm. to show that you've agreed you can use an um like an electronic signature but again not without your consent yes uh not a copy paste signature so yeah big red flags follow that one up that they can't be doing that i mean also this one's a tricky situation in the sense that 
you've agreed to this thing you probably don't want to like have a blow up with your landlord mm. when you don't need to have a blow up with your landlord but also probably good to address that that's a bit of a weird thing to do how would you recommend people would reply to their landlord with that yeah that's a tricky one and i i to be honest i'm not entirely sure it could be worth calling um uh the Auckland Tenants Protection Association or just letting them know that that's something that happened if it's yes. if it's maybe a property management agency it could be worth getting that on the books that it's happening yeah also maybe telling Renters United just kind of uh, gesturing to the fact that this is occurring and might be a more widespread problem but again in terms of your own relationship with them maybe just saying that you'd be more comfortable if you could sign a brand new one given that you didn't sign that <laughs> That's so sus. Uh, yeah. We've got someone whose landlord suspects that uh, they said, our landlord suspects we have a cat in our no pets flat. We genuinely don't. Uh, <laughs> and comes over to maintain the garden a lot. We reckon they're trying to catch us out. We feel like it's an invasion of privacy. Can they do that? What recourse do we have? Um, yes. Okay. A uh, secret cat. It is. It is common. And again, we need some real reform of our um, of our law to allow uh, harmless little animals to live with us and keep us happy. But uh, you don't have a cat. You don't have a fake cat. Um, <laughs> you're not hiding the cat. You're not you're hiding just, the cat. You're just living in your house. You're living in your house. Um, so we have this problem again where you have particular rules around when pe- when landlords can visit and and amounts of time in which they have to give you warning but that doesn't apply to the garden which again doesn't make sense in any way to me so the main thing that i usually point to is that you do have a right as a tenant you're paying you have a right to quiet enjoyment so that's framed as being able to enjoy reasonable peace comfort and privacy and allowing others to enjoy the same so if they're always coming over or they're always in the garden maintaining something you've got an argument you can make in that way that you're not kind of comfortable and having space to privacy in your own home especially if you have a feeling like they suspect something and are like looking for paw prints or something a detective <laughs> yeah. peeking in your windows to see if you have a cat in Magnifying there glass. exactly again a really tricky thing to deal with because there's not like a particular thing that says they are not allowed to do that or, or come onto the property but you i'm sure make make a diary again take some notes of when they're coming how frequently it is um if they are caught peeping anywhere or something i don't know <laughs> yeah. um and yeah I'm sorry, that doesn't sound great. Such an annoying situation. Sorry to hear about that. Uh, We've also got one from someone who says, hey, we just found out that the flat next to our house is going to be bold and they're going to build a really big business there, which is a real pain for us. We've contacted our landlord about it uh, and they've said they're looking into it. This was several months ago and we have to submit to the council about the proposal. We're going to do that as tenants, but can we push our landlord to submit as well? What's your advice on this? Yeah, I'm not entirely sure about this either. I think it's one of those things, again, trying to get in contact with your landlord as soon as possible is the right thing because I also don't think that's in their benefit and I'm sure they understand that as an invest, having an investment too. But um, I'm not totally sure. It's something I can follow up on. 
Awesome. Well, we will check those ones out. Uh, as always, if you have questions that you need a hand with, text us on 5395, DM us on the Breakfast Instagram account, email us breakfast at 95bfm.com. We will do our best to answer them or at least point you in the direction of people who can help. Speaking of which, we always chuck those useful resources in the podcast. People like Aratohu, Tenants Protection, uh, Renters United, and then also government agencies as well, uh, like tenancy services i was trying to remember what they were called uh so thank you very much celine we'll see you in a fortnight we'll have justine next week answering your union questions kakite a plague on both your investment houses that was a room of one's own with auckland renters advocate celine that was a 95 bfm podcast support 95 bfm with a b card go to 95 bfm.com slash sign up